Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... We've got good news. The world is open again, and people like you, people of faith, are traveling to Catholic sites around the world. Want to travel with exceptional Catholic leaders this fall, next year, or in the future? Are you looking to see specific sites, celebrate traditional Latin Mass, or travel to destinations without vaccine requirements? We are here to help you deepen your faith on pilgrimage. Give us a call at 1-800-842-4842 or visit us online at selectinternationaltours.com. Select International Tours is your pilgrimage company, and we have the perfect Catholic trip for you. Are you looking to serve God and society? Consider putting your gifts to work as a lawyer. Ave Maria School of Law has been educating faith-filled lawyers for over 20 years. Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. Good morning, Philip. Good morning, Ricardo. I, I brought you some tomatoes today. So this is the parish garden. How has it been going? Great. Plus, I wake up in the morning. That's the first thing I do. I, I get dressed and I go to the garden to talk to the tomato plants. That's why they've been so good. Uh, lettuce? You had lettuce a while ago? Lettuce was, right? was early in the year. It's the, the easiest and the faster to produce. Yeah. Okay. And then we have peppers and we have... Cucumbers. 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 Yes. And then we have beans and we have beets. All right. And we have carrots and we have onions. And I planted a line of vine uh, trees, which are difficult, but just because of the scriptural purposes. Sure. Yeah. Very proud of it. And then what do you do with the food? Is I it, eat it. Okay. <laughs> give it to, we're giving it to So people. the parishioners who contribute, you know, get to have some of it? Or? Yeah. Okay. They will. All right. At the beginning of the first produce we had was two heads of lettuce that I gave to Paul, who is the one who runs the production system for the live streaming of the mass. Okay. So I recorded a video and I posted it on Facebook. Him saying, you see, I don't work for free anymore. I got a lettuce. <laughs> Well, that's good. Anyway. Well, I'm happy. You've inspired me. Next year, I might I might think about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been inspiring. We have a lot of space, and I think it's very educational, and it, it's relaxing for me also. Right. It may be like you've seen me get very interested in baking and, and, and hiking, and then now it's it's gardening. Maybe it will not last forever, but, but I like learning things this way. Well, excellent. So let's um, uh, let's look at the gospel, and then we'll uh, we'll chat a little bit. So where should I read from? We we continue reading chapter six of uh, John's gospel, verses forty-one to fifty-one. The Jews murmured about Jesus because he said, "I am the bread that came down from heaven," and they said, "Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother?" Then how can he say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered and said to them, Stop murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draw him, and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in the prophets, They shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except the one who is from God. He has seen the Father. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. 
I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever, and the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The gospel begins with this murmuring of the people, that is the same murmuring of the people in the desert that received the manna. But that's very interesting to, to establish this parallel between these two murmuring. The people in the desert, they complain about Moses and Aaron, and they say, take us back to Egypt. We prefer to be in slavery but well-fed right. than to be experiencing suffering, hunger, and be free. So it's, a, it's an interesting topic to begin with. But the rest of the gospel is very much what we've already been saying. Uh, Jesus says, I'm the bread of life. He's speaking about a reality that is beyond the physical need for bread and a life that is beyond the actual life we experience. I don't know what else I would say. Well, let me go back to what you started with, though, in parallel to the first reading, that murmuring of, uh, of the people in the desert. We've, in fact, been to a, a conference where this has been used as a, in a sense, a metaphor for change, for mm -hmm. transition, you know, whether it's personal or institutional and the pains that you go through of, you know, is what we're going through, is this really better than what was before? But this journey is really hard. But that's really what's happening in the gospel, I, I think, for those followers of Jesus. It's a real transition now to say, okay, again, to pick up on this repetitive theme, this is not just earthly bread. This is really my flesh for the life of the world. And that's really hard. And it's going to cause a real interior conflict in people to say, boy, that sounds crazy. <laughs> so do I go back and do I turn away from this? Do I sort of trust this Jesus guy moving forward? And you're in, in that journey in between. Does that make sense? What, what it, I'm saying? it does. And especially when I visualize this gospel, I see, I see three camps. In one camp is Jesus himself. Mm -hmm. Then I see those murmuring, those who received the bread initially. But then you see the disciples like kind of watching this discussion and, and, and it will make sense through it. You already said a couple of episodes ago what the outcome was that, that right. even his disciples would leave him. So, so yes, that's a, a very interesting observation, I believe. Well, in fact, you pointed out something that I, I've not quite noticed very clearly, but I do now, which is just that sense the disciples really are in the background. You know, they're not labeled here, that they, that you said, so who is the they? Mm -hmm. But the disciples aren't mentioned here, but they will be later. So almost like they're, again, watching, they're watching. and perhaps contemplating, perhaps, mm -hmm. yeah. Beginning but. to wonder, <laughs> what well, right. the heck? <laughs> exactly. What I do think is helpful, though, is that even even the challenge brings about clarity here. So even kind of the challenge here of, of the Jews and kind of the continued words of Jesus trying to, you know, to express what, what he needs to express here. But just that challenge here, it really brings about a sense of clarity. And again, it pushes, pushes people forward and will push them forward to make a decision as to what they're going to believe, what they're going to trust. Mm -hmm. Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? We've heard this, this story in, in different, in other contexts in the synoptic tradition, no? But but people wondering, if you are one of us, how can you say these things? Right. Nobody's a prophet in its own town, as we've heard in, in the synoptic tradition. It's interesting that John places this statement here. Right. Speaking a lot about identity here, Jesus speaks about his identity and other thoughts that come to mind. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me yeah. draw him. Right. And I will raise this person on the last day. 
they shall be all taught by God. Some some mysterious language there. I mean, you know what right. it means, but but you wonder. It's not a logical conversation. It's John, the editor of this gospel, adding a lot of faith statements. What I see, though, in the end, though, is the the hopefulness of this. Mm -hmm. It's living bread. We'll live forever. And my flesh for the life of the world. You know, these are not just hoops to jump through or mental obstacles that, that, you know, what, what Jesus is trying to do here is to communicate a truth which is life, you know, it's life giving and it's life for all rather than a source of conflict or a source of division or a source mm -hmm. of stress, even though in a, in a sense, really from the beginning, that's what it will be for some. There's going to be a source of stress in trying to, to understand this. But I just love that life. And I see the idea that Jesus is saying, follow me if you want a deeper life. That yeah. I keep seeing that theme all through this, this chapter. But mm -hmm. yeah. Maybe it's summer, you know, I keep saying this, maybe we, we should inflict less of a punishment to our people this, this weekend <laughs> and, and preach shorter. I think that's not a bad idea. Not that preaching is punishment for them. <laughs> no, it shouldn't be. Well, some preaching maybe, who knows? <laughs> not from us, of course. <laughs> so how is your 13th anniversary of ordination? Did you do anything? I happen to be on a Sunday this year, which is great, but I just give thanks for, mm -hmm. for the gift of the priesthood. I've got a really good assignment as well where I'm, where I'm at and love the people that I'm around. Just gratitude in celebrating the Mass. Very good. And what about your birthday? I feel the same. <laughs> it's a weird year, no? Because 50 is 50, 45, maybe 49 is strange. Yeah. All right. Well, time moves on, and we will um, come back next week and uh, continue. You do take advantage of these opportunities to remind our people how, how older I am. You said it last week yourself. Yeah. So. <laughs> I won't repeat it again. See you next week, then. All right. Take care. Take care, Philip. This is Kevin O'Brien of EWTN's Theater of the Word. I'm excited also to teach middle school and high school literature, speech, and drama with homeschoolconnections.com, an online Catholic curriculum provider. Your student can meet with me online for a live, interactive class. Whether you take apologetics with John Martinoni or grade school with Jackie De La Viaga, or any of the other 400-plus courses with homeschoolconnections.com, online Catholic learning for your homeschooling family is available for you.